Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. The information and opinions you hear on the Del Wamsley Radio Show are those of the host, Del Wamsley, his guests, and his callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Del Wamsley Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Del Wamsley Show constitutes an endorsement, recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security. Welcome to the Del Wamsley Radio Show. Dell challenges the status quo, questions everything, and empowers you to return to your core beliefs to make your life better. If you're ready to hear the truth and get your roadmap to the lifestyle you really want, the next hour will change your life. And now your host, self-made millionaire, national award-winning investor of the year, CEO and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, Dell Wamsley. Welcome to the Del Wamsley Radio Show, where the hype ends and the help begins. I'm your host, Del Wamsley, and as always, we're working on those things that are important in your life. And today, I want you just to think for a second. Wow, isn't it wonderful to be an American? Yeah, forget about all these bimbos out here, this, you know, these CNN, Fox News, all these guys and gals that have no idea what it is to be a human being to actually care about your family, to care about your life, to care about your health. And realize that your opportunity and my opportunity to be successful out there in life is just something that's a real gift. I think sometimes to myself, why was I so lucky? Why am I the lucky one in this world to get to have what I have? And I think that many of you probably do the same thing. But have you ever really sat back and thought about it? I know that when I was a kid, I was going to college, and there was a war. And I know that I didn't want to go to that war. I know other people were willing to bear arms, buck up, and get out there and do it. Whew, man, I just didn't want to do it. I just didn't want to die. I didn't want to lose limb. I didn't want to sacrifice. It wasn't that I don't love my country, it's just I didn't have what it took to be one of those people. And yet, here I am, one of the most powerful benefactors of all that, a successful, financially successful human being that has a family and a life and lives in a country that's unbelievable. But somebody had to create all of that for me. Somebody had to protect America. Somebody had to stand for our values Somebody had to go give their life and or their limbs and or their mind to protect us. And yet, they are left behind. Many times, the very people that put everything, everything on the line for us are left behind. We've got the Expo coming up, you know that. The Expo is our biggest event of the year. It's coming February 27th, 28th, 29th. 
And uh, we want you all to be there. We want you there because we want you to learn how to improve your life, to have an incredible life. But at the same time, I couldn't do that. I couldn't open that opportunity up without taking just a moment and looking back and remembering the people that took care of us. And that's why every year we have a charity event sometime, of some type, I'm sorry. And almost every year there is at least one charity that we really, really get behind. And for us, that charity is Lone Survivor Foundation. Yes, these, these men and women who gave all for us, they need your help. So today, we're going to take a little time. We're going to talk about what the Lone Survivor Foundation does. We're going to talk about what you can do to help them. With me here today is John Garcia. His nickname is Spike. And uh, Spike, welcome to the show. Thank you. I appreciate you having me on the show. Tell us, sir. Tell us what these people go through. I know you can't, but it's a ridiculous question. But give us some idea of some of the pain and suffering these people go through and what you guys try to help them through. Well, uh, I myself is, uh, am also a combat veteran. I served for 26 years. I retired senior master sergeant uh, from the U.S. Air Force. And I deployed to Iraq uh, twice, once in 2005 and 2007. And... In addition to us being F-16 squadron and we're, our, our F-16s are supporting the ground troops, I also volunteered in the Air Force Theater Hospital uh, after my shift. And, and that's where I saw the wounded coming in. They're being flown in, uh, medevac in, you know, through Blackhawks or Chinooks. And we're unloading the litters, taking them directly to the ER. And there are times that's that in the emergency rooms uh, and the operating room uh for surgery so you know there's a you have a lot of battle injuries but you also have a lot of invisible injuries uh you know of the things they saw the things they experienced um you know seeing their you know their fellow uh service members being injured in in war uh, you know there's so many different things that that they see that they never ever you know escapes them and that's what we call the invisible injuries of war you know, it's it's hard for us. We can't imagine that. I mean, you know, how many uh, weeks or months do you train with and build those friendships within the groups of people you go to war with? So we hold in Texas, we have a facility at Crystal Beach that we hold a week-long post-traumatic growth program. And this, uh, this past year in 2019, we had 38 programs that, that we hosted. And we bring... Combat veterans, their 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 significant others, and their children, um, and it's a progressive uh, program. So first, the veteran goes through, then we'll invite them back as a couple or the significant other, and then again as a family unit. We held thirty eight of them this past year, and uh, when you take out the holidays and and the month of August because it's, it's pretty hot here in Texas, then we're near capacity, and that is why we are opening up a second facility and Fayetteville, North Carolina, uh, here shortly so that we can continue to provide those services because, unfortunately, you know, the, uh, the, you know, the wars have not ended and the, the amount of, of help that is needed continues to grow. That's amazing. I can't even believe that there's that few people you can take through something. 
because I obviously it's got to be something very personal. You've got to be one on one. You've got to touch them. You got to talk to them. You got to be near them. And to think that it's only that many people you can touch. What happens with uh, the people you can't get to? Well, what we're hoping is that first of all, the person has got to be willing to come into the program. So when we, you know, the the what I try to share is. It's usually someone else that recognizes that that veteran needs help. It's usually a family member, uh, a coworker, a friend. And that's why we say, hey, we, they need that battle, but you know, it doesn't matter if you're in the military or not. The key is, is that if you're close to someone who has served in the combat zone and you know, has those symptoms of PTSD, or, uh, mild traumatic brain injury, chronic pain, talk to them. You know, you know, help them understand that maybe, you know, there are some issues that they need to address. And the key is this. This is not a handout. This is a hand up because they need to invest in the program as far as their time. Uh, we cover all the costs, and we do that because of generous sponsors and, and people, uh, you know, grassroots that donate to our organization. But regardless of where they are in the country, if they fit our program, we will fly them to Houston and put them through our, our five-day post-traumatic growth program. And we house them. We have uh, we feed them three hot meals a day besides having the therapist there to help them uh, address the issues. Uh, so, But the key is is having somebody close to them that may, you know, be able to reach out and say, you know, hey, you may have some issues. I know of a program that could probably help you. Do you find that many veterans, and I don't want to use the more than, most than, or anything, but many veterans don't realize they have problems? Yes, and one of the issues is that one, when they enlisted, they, they're there to serve their country. So they look at it as far as I'm serving others and I don't need it. Give it to someone else who, who needs it more than I do. And the key is that's not the way to address it. You know, this is this is a uh, program that, you know, Marcus Trail, the, the Navy SEAL, uh, founded to help veterans address those issues as far as the mental health side, you know, of those invisible injuries of war when they get back. And if Marcus Patrol says, I need help, you know, more than just physical therapy, but the mental health therapy, then any service, you know, any combat veteran, any veteran uh, who's deployed, they, you know, should be able to stay the same. And that's also breaking down the myth of, hey, we, you know, it is we're, we're going to take a short break. We'll be right back, Spike. We'll be right back. We'll take a short break. We'll be right back with Spike and the Del Wamsley Radio Show.
Get your path to retirement at the country's largest wealth and passive income expo, February 27th, 28th, and 29th. Gain one-on-one access to realtors, lenders, property and asset managers, apartment owners, national real estate syndicators, and trade professionals. Use promo code EXPO50 and get in for just $47. Meet national radio host, multimillionaire real estate investor, and mentor to the top award-winning investors in the country, Dell Wamsley. Use promo code EXPO50 to get your expo pass for just $47 at wealthandpassiveincomeexpo.com. Meet national radio host and multimillionaire real estate investor, Dell Wamsley, and the country's top award-winning apartment owners at the Multifamily Masters Tour, Friday, February 28th. Go to multifamilymasterstour.com. Tour four actual apartment complexes owned and operated by Dell students. Experience award-winning multifamily strategies in action. Get the insider secrets to triple-digit returns. Learn the six ways you make multifamily millions, too. Meet where the action happens. On-site in Houston. Seating is limited. Go to multifamilymasterstour.com. The largest real estate education event in the country is coming. Mark your calendars Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, February 27th, 28th, and 29th. Join thousands of investors and expert educators. Not a pitch fest, no slick salespeople. All sessions are educational and taught by successful investors and industry experts. It's the only event held for Lifestyles Unlimited members of its kind. Open to the general public. You've heard us on the radio. Now come and meet us, our members, and the next generation of award-winning investors in person. Pick from topics like single-family rentals, buying apartment communities, becoming a passive investor, raising capital, retirement, asset protection, tax-free income, 1031 exchange, and finding, fixing, and funding your investments and more. Go to wealthandpassiveincomeexpo.com. Gain one-on-one access to realtors, lenders, property and asset managers, apartment owners, national real estate syndicators, and trade professionals. Use promo code EXPO50 and get in for just $47. Meet national radio host, multi-millionaire real estate investor, and mentor to the top award-winning investors in the country, Dell Wamsley. Go to wealthandpassiveincomeexpo.com. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Talk 13.7, the right choice. Back. Now here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America one person at a time. Del Wamsley. Welcome back to Del Wamsley Radio Show. Today we are interviewing uh, John Spike Garcia as military man that's uh, come to us from the uh, program the Lone Survivor Foundation which is one of my favorite foundations it's one of my favorite charities and I've told you reasons before uh, on the first segment but I'll reiterate them again in case you're just tuning in we have all of our freedoms we have all of our privilege because someone protects this country someone's willing to step up and go out there and defend our belief system and that cost 
cost them lives, it cost them limbs, it cost them mental acuity. And uh, ever since I saw Marcus Luttrell, and by the way, Spike, when I saw him speak a couple of years ago, I cried. I couldn't stop but crying. I mean, man, what a, what a feeling. Would, he's really good at letting people understand what he was going through. So um, take us back to uh, what you guys are doing for these gentlemen, I'm sorry, men and women, that uh, you guys are getting in your program. Go ahead, Spike. Well, what we do is we offer a five-day uh, post-traumatic growth program, and these sessions take place in a relaxed military-friendly environment at our facility at Crystal Beach here in Texas. And there are different things, uh, therapeutic uh, tools that we focus on uh, to help you know provide the relief from the symptoms of those uh, invisible wounds, which include accelerated resolution therapy, trauma, informed yoga, group educational classes, individual classes, uh, creative arts, and many others. Uh, and as I said, it's progressive. We have the veteran come through first, then bring them back as a family, and then again, uh, excuse me, as a couple, and then as a family, uh, because it affects the entire family. So do these uh, individuals, men and women, that go through your program, do they heal, or is it just a coping? They learn to cope. What we're doing is we're providing them with the tools to deal with those issues. They will never forget what they experienced or what they saw, but they help understand the triggers and then how they react to that to and get them to address it in a different way. And here's an example. Uh, you know, 4th of July, patriotic holiday, there's some of those who, when they hear those fireworks, you know, it reminds them of the battlefield. And what we do is we try to help them with that coping mechanism so that they are able to, to go out and experience that and, and, and not, you know, cause those triggers. And we have one one soldier to talk about, you know, this is the first time I've been able to, you know, be outside with my family and my children on July 4th and not have that relapse of, you know, feel, feeling as though I'm back in the battlefield. This is a life changer. Wow. That's amazing. You know, it's, it's, Spike, the problem is that we can't feel it. You know, I sit here and I empathize but I can't sympathize because I've never been there. I can only empathize and say, wow, that's amazing that they're that, uh, what's the word for it, sensitive, I guess is the right thing, to these stimuluses. Uh, what kinds of things can you do, or what kinds of things do you do to try to relax the stimuli, to get them to be able to cope with it? Well, you know, in addition to the individual and the group therapy, as far as, you know, uh, giving them coping skills, you know, one of them is the, is, is the accelerated resolution therapy. And it's unlike, uh, you know, different therapy techniques. ART, what it does, it doesn't, they, the individual does not verbalize the trauma event, but it says has them go through it like a movie in their mind. It works directly to reprogram the way in which distressing memories and images are stored in the brain so they, they can no longer trigger strong physical emotional reactions. You know, these are, you know, this is one of the benefits that they're receiving that is part of those cutting edge uh, uh, modalities that we provide. So um, say that again, ART stands for something resolution therapy. What was the A part? Accelerated resolution therapy. 
Got it. So they're working on coping with the stuff that you and I, or, well, I shouldn't say you, I don't even know if you're someone that's uh, had to go there and use the program, but for the rest of us out here, we just take that for granted. We cope with the stuff. They can't. They they have tremendous sensitivity to it. That's a question. Correct, and and, and they do. And and the and the thing is, is that it could be you know one year. It could be ten years since they've been on the battlefield. But when those triggers, you know, uh, cause them to to remember, it's as if they were they are on the battlefield again, regardless of how long ago it it. You know, it has been, and we've been, and we have all errors. So we've had Vietnam era veterans that come through the program, and they feel like they're living on the battlefield every day. So that's what we're wow. trying to do: is help them with their focus skills. How many years ago was that? Give me, give, give us the listeners, because you know I was alive during Vietnam War, but I couldn't back it up in my brain and tell you how long ago the vets came home from that. Give us some idea how long somebody's been suffering with that. Well, we're talking about the late sixties and early seventies. Wow. That's amazing. That is amazing, isn't it? Yes. I mean, it's been 12 years since I, you know, my last combat deployment, and I'm telling you, there are times where, you know, you just, you know, there's something that you see triggers, and then you will remember distinctly, I mean, every detail of, you know, whatever experience that you had, uh, and, it, and to me, it does not seem like it was 12 years ago. At times, it could feel as though it was last week. Wow, that's amazing. Um, as a fighter squadron, what was your position in that group? So I was the superintendent as well as a scheduler for the F-16 uh, shop. So I was responsible for the enlisted in the 332nd Expeditionary uh, Fighter Squadron as well as ensuring that um, our jets, we had uh, assignments in regards to when our jets had to be in the air. And and so it's, and it was 24 seven. Uh, and what I did was keep that rolling 24 seven to ensure that, you know, the pilots, uh, you know, were able to meet their sorties, our maintenance was able to deliver the aircraft uh, and ensure that they had the, uh, the proper time between those missions. Because there are times that our jets would be in the air from anywhere from three hours to eight hours. And they were able to do that was, you know, because there were re- uh, aircraft that can refuel in midair. And so uh, they would be up in the, in the sky for, you know, anywhere from three to eight hours. You're telling me a, a pilot can fly for eight hours and not be fatigued? I mean, that's unbelievable. Well, they are fatigued, but they're able to still, you know, perform their mission. And this is something that people uh, don't think about. But, you know, whenever we would go deploy, and and I was stationed at Ellington, which is in Houston, Texas, those jets, they would have to fly them from here to our rock. So they'll be off the East Coast. And then, you know, uh, as we call it, going across the pond, they would have uh, air-to-air refuelers that will you know, carry them along the way to, you know, so that they can uh, fly. But, we, you know, they'll fly those missions, uh, you know, from here to uh, our with some with some uh, layovers or with a, you know, uh, a, a stop. All right, we're going to take a break right now, Spike, and uh, we'll come back. We'll get more into this uh, detail about what you guys did. We'll take a short break. Be right back with Spike and the Del Wamsley Radio Show. 
We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Austin's Talk, 1370. Welcome back. Now, here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America, one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to Del Wamsley Radio Show. With me here today is John Spike Garcia out of the, with the Lone Star Foundation, and which is the charity for our expo that's coming up here on February 27th, 28th, and 29th. You absolutely need to be there, and uh, it's going to change your life. I just want to make this point today. Today we're taking this moment to show to you that we realize that we live an incredible life and that we don't live that incredible life because of nothing. There is sacrifice. And yeah, you say, well, Dell, I'm sacrificing. No, you are only partially sacrificing. Other people have given their life and their limbs and their mental acuity for your ability to live the way you and I live. I'm every day thankful that someone else was willing to go there and sacrifice to protect our country. I uh, didn't have the opportunity to, um, and yet even today I can look back 50 years ago, actually be 40-some years ago, and go, I was scared to death. You know, didn't get my number called, but I was scared to death. And I guess if my number would have been called, I probably would have showed up, but I would have been scared to death. And now these people come out the other side, they come out from scared to death, they're going as brave souls. And when you come out the other side, doesn't matter how brave you were when you went in, the trauma follows you. It follows you for the rest of your life. And these dear men and women need our help. And we want to perpetuate some help. This company, um, foundation, I guess I should call it the company, Lone Stars Foundation, uh, Lone Survivors Foundation, has been around helping these men and women and doing a good job at it. So I want to make sure that we get some help for these people. Uh, Spike, what can we do? We're out here. Is it is it donations you're looking for? Is it help you're looking for? What do you guys need from us, the outside world, to help these people? Well, there, there's a couple things. Uh, one is uh, increase the awareness. Having the opportunity to come on your show and, and be able to share the mission of the Lone Survivor Foundation so that we can increase the awareness that we provide these services at no cost. That is important so that those who need our services, that we get them signed up and get them in the program. You know, that's number one. Number two is it, it does help with those who want to support the foundation so that we can continue to provide our services at no cost for our combat veterans and their families. So let's talk about how to do that. Give us an idea how we can contribute to your program. Well, there's several ways of how they contribute. They can become a ground support crew member through a monthly donation. 
They can do online fundraisers on their social media, and they can host an event for the Lone Survivor Foundation where they're, they can go online, indicate they want to uh, host an event, and then we'll you know, uh, look at that, review it, and get with them and be able to help them as far as talk through as far as what, what that program or what that event could be. And that's what I do as the director of donor relations is I engage with those who do want to support the foundation and help them uh, with that. So I assume we're one of those um, programs that you're supporting and that we're supporting you by being having you at this event. What will you be doing at this event? What can we, as members or people coming to the expo, what will we see and who can we talk to about this stuff? Well, I'm actually going to be the speaker, and I appreciate the opportunity to be able to speak to the group, uh, everybody that's going to be attending, and also I believe we're going to have a booth there. So I'll have literature so that one, if there know somebody who needs our services, it shows them how they can sign, uh, how they can sign up for that. Where either themselves or or someone that is close to them, uh, you know, may need this. And then also, I'll have information in regards to how they can support the foundation financially, either them individually uh, providing a donation, hosting event, or connecting me with their network so that I have the opportunities to speak to uh, to groups within their network, either with their company or civic group. You know, um, as I sit here and think about this, we're, we're on a hundred, we're in, I'm trying to think the way to say it, we're on radio stations in 106 cities. Okay, there, I got it out. And uh, so there's people all over the country, many of which is not going to be able to get to the expo. In fact, we're very happy that many do. In fact, four or 5,000 people a year come in from all over the country to come to the expo. So there's going to be a lot of people we can interact with, yourself and myself, when we get there. Uh, but what about those people that can't get there? What can they do? How can they contact you? to both bring in somebody they know needs help and or to contribute to the uh, the financial or the physical needs that you guys have? Well, they can go to our website, LoneSurvivorFoundation.org. That's one word, so LoneSurvivorFoundation.org. And from there, they can look at under supporters to make a donation or host an event or become a volunteer. And then uh, also, when it comes to service members, if they look at that tab, then it says attend a program. And that's where we, they can sign up directly online. That's the first uh, phase. And then from there, our mental health uh, manager will then reach out to them uh, to get additional information, their, a copy of their DD-214 to validate their uh, combat veteran. And then a good fit, and then once they do that, then they're giving them a date of when they can come through the program. Or they can email me directly, which is jgarcia, G-A-R-C-I-A, at loansurvivorfoundation.org. So um, as we get involved and we start um, trying to help these individuals, what is the... Gosh, I don't know what they call it. Uh, success rate. I don't know if there's success in trying to help people overcome this kind of trauma, but um, recovery rate, does that sound better? I, I can't come up with the right word for it. Spike, help yeah, me out. So, so, 
it, how, do you, the, how do you gauge your success is what I'm trying to say. Well, first, whenever uh, we have a, a veteran come through, uh, to see them come back with their spouse or significant other and their family unit, that is important because we can see the progress of of what the program is doing to help them and the and the entire family. Uh, so that is something that we're we see and and we hear those stories either from the spouse or from the children. Uh, as far as you know, it, this has been a life changer. And just to give you some numbers, you know, this is our ten year anniversary. You know, we have provided over. 30,000 30, uh, hours of therapeutic services uh, at our facility, and we have over 1,400, the number of veteran and family members that have come through the program. So um, the family, share with us what kind of trauma they get from this. Obviously, it's secondary, but it's like secondary smoke still kills you. What what kind of trauma are they living with coming out of these situations? It, it's where, you know, it, it, in the military we say that when the individual lists, the entire family enlists because, you know, when they move, the whole family moves, you know, from station to station. Well, that's no different than whenever the PTSD or other issues that the service member may, may be, you know, dealing with after they have left the combat zone, that affects you know, the entire family, you know, unable to uh, communicate, uh, you know, isolationism, depression, you know, heavy drinking, uh, you know, getting in trouble with the law. There's so many different things that, you know, when the, that combat veterans experiencing those, that directly affects, you know, their, their spouse and their children. So, you know, that person has become very withdrawn. Uh, and that right there is something that, you know, we try to address because one of the indicators is the number of divorce rates, you know, with uh, combat veterans. And since fiscal year 2011, there's over 30,000 family members who have been, who, who, you know, who have been divorced. And that's, and then from there, it's a downward spiral. And, uh, and that's why we're trying to help them to prevent that. Wow. That's a lot. That's uh, that's quite a story. Have you met David Fisher yet and his wife, Debbie? I have not had the pleasure yet. All right. Well, the, he was a um, he was a, a bomb guy. He had a dog, and they did the bomb detection stuff. And his wife was a major, and he always jokes about his wife outranked him. She was a major. She's a nurse, and um, you know the stories that you talk about. These people don't seem to have that, so obviously they came through it really healthy. So when we come back, we're going to talk one more time about how we can get involved with this. We'll be right back with Spike and the Del Wamsley Radio Show.
The largest wealth and passive income expo in the country is happening February 27th, 28th, and 29th. Join thousands of top investors and expert educators. This is not a pitch fest. No slick salespeople. All sessions are educational and taught by successful investors and experts. Topics like single-family rentals, buying apartment communities, becoming a passive investor, raising capital retirement, asset protection, tax-free income, 1031 exchange, and finding, fixing, and funding your investments and more. Go to wealthandpassiveincomeexpo.com. Use promo code EXPO50 and get in for just $47. The largest multifamily bus tour in the country is coming to Houston, Texas, Friday, February 28th. Join Del Wamsley, national radio host, CEO, and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, and his top team of investors, realtors, and expert educators. Ride your way to triple-digit returns. Go to MultifamilyMasterstour.com now. Gain one-on-one access to industry experts, realtors, lenders, property managers, apartment owners, national real estate syndicators, and trade professionals. Get the only bus ticket worth millions now at MultifamilyMasterstour.com. Austin's Talk 1370. Come back. Now here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to the Del Wamsley Radio Show. With me here today is uh, John Spike Garcia from the Lone Survivor Foundation. And uh, John, what I'd like to do is we spent this whole show trying to share with people how important this mission is. I'd like to, at this point, give them some idea how they can, in this moment, get online, get on the phone, do something. What are the different kinds of donations you take? I know you said you had the uh, the one where you sign up and pay on a monthly basis. Uh, what, what other kinds of donation setups do you have? Well, our 10-year anniversary celebration event is going to be on April 4th here in Houston. And if they would like to make a donation as far as a item that we can put in our silent or live auction, then they can do that as well. And uh, that is going to our website, LoanSurvivorFoundation.org. Um, and it has uh, a placeholder there as far as the, for the save the date. To be able to do that, we're gonna, it's going to be going live in a couple of days uh, where they'll be able to you know, buy tickets or to make those, those donations as well. Give me some kind of idea of what would go into a silent or auction or whatever you just called it. Um, what kind of things get donated for that? Well, it could be um, gift cards for a restaurant or something as far as on the high end. You know, if maybe somebody has a condo in in Cabo that they want to you know provide you know a couple of days uh, that they're able to stay there at no cost. Uh, it could be uh, product. Uh, they have uh, that uh, we can, you know, uh, we can have. There's one uh, that's a, a shadow box that is, uh, you know, with uh, that is lit, you know, that somebody is donating to us that we can see. Uh, so there's multiple things they can do. And if they do, they reach out to us and, you know, they have additional questions. We can answer those questions for them to see if it's a good fit. Gotcha. You know, I just... I don't want to make fun of this, but it just, I was thinking in my mind, okay, let me just go out to my garage and take everything I don't want and bring it over there for you. <laughs> just empty my house out. No. Oh, gosh, that didn't fit into this conversation at all, did it? Sorry. <laughs> so um, we, we want to look at this situation here of what can we do to help these people? Is Tell us about specifically what you take these people through and is there anything we can do to help that? 
Well, one is increasing the awareness. You know, those who need our services to get them signed up. Because they're, you know, we have therapists there and, and uh, they're providing that service. Unfortunately, we don't have the opportunity to allow people who are not part of the program to be there because, uh, you know, now it falls under the HEP laws. Uh, so at the facility, you're not able to, but the key is increasing the awareness, helping us share the word of, you know, the, what our mission is and getting those who need our services to sign up. And then obviously the, the last one is has to, if able, then, uh, you know, able to support us financially, either, you know, their company has a grant, uh, you know, a grant that they, you can submit, uh, they want to host an event or connect them within their network, you know, providing opportunities just like this. This is an incredible opportunity for me to get the word out to so many people across the country uh, and, and share that mission. This is invaluable. And I appreciate the opportunity to come on. Well, you know, anything I can do, because uh, like I said, I've, this is a, a deep felt connection to you guys just i can't even imagine what it's like to have given your whole life because you know when you're sitting on the outside you go okay so they go to war for a tour they get four years you know and you don't realize that you know most of you guys don't do four they usually do eight or twelve by the way what is the standard and that the average most people do and then when they get back then they have it for the rest of their life what 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 is the average by the way uh, so, length of time so, somebody stays in the military. So you're talking about you have a, a lot that make it to that 10, 12-year mark. And when you're talking about, you know, the number of years, here's something else. Whenever I went to Iraq in 2007, at that time frame, it was norm. that The norm was how many combat deployments do you have? You know, it was between two, maybe four. Now, it's customary for people to say, I've been... 10 times, I've been, you know, 15 times, I've been 20 times. The norm has changed in how many times they have deployed uh, to the combat zone as well. Well, that's amazing. Is it because there's less total military now now and they're just using them in tighter rotation? Uh, or is it because we just do it differently now than we used to do it? It's, it's the number of years that the wars have been going on. So... Because, you know, uh, you're talking about 14 years, you know, in, in Afghanistan, you know, so now it's a matter of, you know, the war's not over, so those rotations come back. You know, it's, you know, it's going from unit to unit and what type of units that are, that are needed over there uh, where they, you know, it's a constant rotation. You, could, you may go, the, you know, nine months to 18 months, and, and then from there, you know, it's like, okay, you're home for a year, year and a half, and then you're going back. You know, to me, that seems even harder. You know, Spike, to me, it just seems harder that you deploy for, you know, two years or 18 months, and then you come back thinking, okay, I did my time, now I'm here, and then, boom, you go back again. Is that Does that not add to the trauma that you don't know where you're going to put your head down at night? And it does. It does that. There's, you know, the stresses of, you know, before you deploy, you know, the family members who, you know, obviously, you know, they, you know, they support you, but understand that, you know, you're going to be, you know, gone again. 
and uh, and that you know you're going to a hostile environment, you know, so you you have that buildup as well, plus then the separation itself. Wow. Well, Spike, I appreciate you coming on. I look forward to meeting you when we get to the uh, event there at the Expo, the 27th, 28th, and 29th. And uh, really appreciate what you do for our servicemen and women out there. Thank you very much for coming on the show. Thank you for having me on the show. For the rest of you out there, remember this. It's not the money. It's the lifestyle. And these poor individuals uh, have had their lifestyle challenge for us. So let's get back, please. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, teaching you the opposite of everything you've been taught so you can obtain the results you've never obtained. Join us seven days a week. Can't get enough? Visit DellOnTheRadio.com to listen to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, access past show podcasts, and join the conversation. The information and opinions you hear on the Del Wamsley Radio Show are those of the host, Del Wamsley, his guests, and his callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Del Wamsley Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Del Wamsley Show constitutes an endorsement, recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.